0: set on this station. We have a process for that. It's called an out-of-bounds report. It can be submitted to our program director, Rosemary Chalmers. She takes them quite seriously. So, uh, this gentleman obviously uh, either doesn't listen to the station enough to, to know about that, or simply doesn't care to avail himself of it. Instead, what he wants to do is cancel us. He doesn't want his issues addressed in a drop the radio station, and put an end once and for all to the evil KSCO. This is not the way Americans think. Americans are interested in freedom of expression, even for ideas that they don't like. Now, of course, the idea of characterizing, mischaracterizing ideas they don't like, well, that's an old rhetorical trick. I've had people call my program and tell me they thought I was racist and misogynist, I have enough confidence in my listening audience and in my own ability to communicate and the fact that I am not a person who is guilty of racial or gender hatred. What was it Brother Dave Gardner once said? I don't have to watch what I say. I just have to watch what I think. I don't have those thoughts. So I come on the air every day confident that if someone What went on? Here's what I said, and I don't think I'm guilty. It's happened. It has happened. Anyway, uh, it is unfortunate that one more person here in Santa Cruz has chosen to pollute the email inboxes of such people as Dean Sutton and Manuel Rodriguez with this um, hysterical uh, rant. think twice about what you're attempting to do here. Why don't you think twice about your commitment to freedom of expression? And if you believe that the ideas being promulgated here are objectionable, this is a call-in show. And Dean Sutton, to his credit, well, let me see what's he say up here. Uh, bup, 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 bup. If you disagree with something you hear on Rush Limbaugh, call immediately thereafter. On Charles Friedman's program from 12 to 2 and disagree. Fill the airwaves with your knowledge, opinion, and arguments. Persuade the audience that Rush is incorrect, and you are correct. That's democracy and freedom of speech. You might even convince someone. Mr. Sutton goes on to say he doesn't agree with everything that Rush Limbaugh says. Hey, for that matter, neither do I. But then I don't agree with everything you've said, yet I'm willing to engage in civil conversation. Incidentally, if you'd like to hear more of this wisdom and insight, Dean Sutton's program, Law of the Land, airs Wednesday... Pardon me, Thursdays Thursdays from 8 to 9 here on KSCO. He is our radio lawyer of the air. You got a a legal issue that's been getting under your skin? Uh, Wait till Thursday between 8 and 9. Call Dean. He's a real honest-to-God lawyer. You can get his advice right here on the radio. It won't cost you anything. How's that for a bargain? And as for this poor, unfortunate... who who bothered uh, some of our advertisers and programmers. Sir, I feel kind of sorry for you, but then there are too many of you around right now. The cancel culture has grown to the point where it is actually a threat to freedom of expression in this country. That's something I never dreamed I'd be able to say or have to say. But we must reassert I'll be back in just a moment. 479-1080 is the telephone number here on the Charles Friedman Program.
1: Hi, folks. This is Stephanie from Ben Loman Market. We're a family-owned and operated full-service market here to meet all the needs of you and your family, offering old-fashioned meat department a full-service deli with homemade hot and cold quality selections for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Freshly baked cakes, cookies, breads, along with locally baked gourmet goods, needs, such as gluten-free or sugar-free, we have it. A full assortment of conventional and organic fruits and vegetables, gourmet cheeses, local wines. We also do catering. Let Mill Street Catering events take care of all of your food preparation. Local people, local products, a family tradition since 1946. Maryland Market store hours are Monday through Sunday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Our senior shopping hour is on Wednesday morning from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Thank you for shopping with us at Woman market.
2: There are many things to be concerned about in these uncertain times. Staying healthy and keeping your loved ones safe and healthy are certainly at the top of the list. Though the last thing you may want to do right now is consulting an attorney to be sure your will and estate planning is up to date, it might just be the right time.
1: I'm Angel Hess, attorney at law. I'm here to help you during these trying times. discount on consultations for estate planning and will preparation services. We can do most everything by teleconference and it will not be necessary to leave your home. Call me, Angel Hess, at 831-426-8536. Let me help you have peace of mind. I look forward to speaking with you and pray that you and your loved ones stay healthy through this crisis.
2: Call on the Angel, Angel Hess, 831-426-8536. Don't forget to mention KSCO for a 25% discount.
0: program, 18 minutes past noon. That's Apologies by Mez mezro and his orchestra. Mez didn't really lead a band. This was a pickup outfit. Uh, somehow he managed to get Chick Webb to drum for him. <laughs> Not bad. On uh, Victor from 1934. It's 1218 at KSCO. Sally's our next caller. Hello, Sally. Oh, hi, Charlie. Thanks
1: for taking my call. Well, I sort of smiled when I heard you talking about this guy that says we're all hate mongers listen or do this show, because all I could think was, you know, more people now will tune in to hear this hate-mongering, and they'll recognize that you are anything but a hate monger. If anything, you're the one of the most patient men I know.
0: <laughs> well, of course I do have my hatreds. Play me a Beatles record and watch what happens.
1: <laughs> well, that doesn't count, Charlie. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, and I, I, but it did make me smile, because I really, well,
0: we'll, it, it'll backfire I, I think you're probably correct uh, particularly in the minds of any uh, any objective and uh, uh, unagendized viewers the trouble is finding objective unagendized people is getting more and more difficult well I don't know
1: so much about that I, unagendized youth yes yeah. it's the youth because the older folks will listen with a discerning ear
0: yeah I they mean, might disagree but, but you know, at least they'll say okay well um, go ahead Think you're full of beans?
1: Yes, yes, I, I really do believe. And you know, with age comes wisdom, and they begin to recognize that that um, there is two sides, and that policy-wise, one side is better than the other. And you know, I mean, not, maybe not in Santa Cruz, but in the rest of the world.
0: <laughs> well, uh, thank you very much for the call, Sally.
1: You're welcome. you're welcome.
0: Appreciate you. hearing from you. Absolutely. Jan's on the line from up there in the San Lorenzo Valley.
3: Second day where it's a little cooler, but yeah, we've been in the uh, in the hot season already. Um, you know what I wanted to talk to you about today was the fact that you know I found one good thing about all of this pandemic.
0: I'm I'm sorry. What was that? You found one good thing about what?
3: The COVID, uh, you know, the pandemic. Oh, okay. What is it? That there's no school.
0: Myself and said, <laughs> "Well, that means that that's one less day of indoctrination that young people are getting." Exactly. Uh, you know uh, that that brings me to a story that I want to talk about uh, today on the program. Uh, in Florida, mm-hmm. a few thousand miles away, Governor Ron DeSantis, on Thursday of last week, signed the biggest private school voucher expansion in U.S. history.
3: Oh, that's wonderful.
0: Florida established family and last year for low and middle income families. The vouchers run between $6,700 and $7,200 per student, depending on grade level. 87% of recipients comes from households below 185% of the federal poverty level. That's about $48,000 for a family of four. Most of them are black or Hispanic in racial background. And uh, it goes on to say vouchers had been limited to 18,000 with annual growth capped at about 7,000. There wasn't enough to meet demand there are 35,000 eligible students on waiting lists. So wow. the Republicans who run Florida, uh, Florida has a Republican governor and a Republican legislature. Right. So the Republicans have now quadrupled the cap on annual growth from 7,000 to 28,000. And uh, as a political tool, Mr. DeSantis gave public schools uh, $500 million for salary increases, not that this disabase the teachers' unions, because uh, they're less interested in higher salaries for their members than they are in preventing competition. Because when private schools are enabled to compete with public schools, then the public schools have to improve. This, is, this turns their teaching jobs from a sinecure into something that they actually have to put out an effort for. Now, uh, this gives parents more choice. Uh, uh, anything that gives parents more choice forces improvements at public schools, and there are statistics available to prove this in areas where uh, uh, school choice has been available. This is an issue, you know, President Trump said the other day that he felt that school choice was a civil rights issue of our time. And, of course, uh, that kind of got lost in the fog because uh, he didn't go on television nationally in a major address and make the point. But it is his view, and it would be a great issue.
3: Yeah, well, it's a crime that we're paying for the schooling of our children and other people's children, and they're teaching them how to hate our country. They're not teaching them our history. They're teaching, they're picking every scab they can about what could possibly be wrong. And I'm excited about the fact that if UC students aren't up there, they won't be voting in this election.
0: Yeah, that's true enough, and also that they're not only fascinating, uh, fastened on every ne- negative aspect, they even make up stuff. Oh, definitely. It's, it's not the, you know, the American history is not uh, a story of unallied sweetness and light. We all know that. No history is. But it, it it really comes home to me when I find that mendacious false stories have been promulgated in an attempt to promote a given vile narrative. times. I learned about it firsthand up at UCSC one night. Here's a teaching assistant telling me blatant lies about one of the great events of the American history, the Louisiana Purchase, which at that time doubled the size of the country. Mm -hmm. And the history of it is rather interesting, but the story he told had nothing to do with the facts. Nothing. Rather, instead, it was a narrative, a false narrative, cast to, uh, once again, slavery, mm-hmm. which had nothing to do with the Louisiana Purchase. And so uh, at that point, you know, once I picked my jaw off, f- off the floor, that, yeah, that really, that really yeah. told me just exactly how completely maniacal this whole narrative is. And the 1619 project that's now being adopted by schools around the country that was promulgated by the New York Times, this whole narrative of U.S. history is of a piece with that kind of mendacity and, and evil. Well,
3: wasn't it Stalin who said that they would destroy us through our children?
0: Well, there have been a number of people who said that from time to time, but uh, we are doing it to ourselves. and educated in our own schools. And so, so if uh, what's what it wasn't Walt Kelly once said in Pogo, we have met the enemy and he is us?
3: Yeah. I remember at San Jose State a number of years ago, they, they, one of my teachers told me about a book. It was called uh, Teaching as a Subversive Activity. Huh. I believe it. That's what's going on. So get your kids out of school, teach homeschool them, get some other system. Get on the school board. Change that curriculum. Let's get this country back, folks.
0: Yeah, And above all, let's make absolutely sure that you do not send, if you're not sending your kids to Hillsdale or one or two of a handful of other colleges, do not send your kids to college. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's simply an indoctrination center anymore. It doesn't yeah. have to do, the, the education I got at UCSC in 1979 is no longer available there.
3: Well, remind people that you go to Rush. And they can take courses there uh, that tell the truth and are free.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for the call, Jen. Thank
3: you. Appreciate hearing from Have you. A good
0: one, Charlie. You do Bye. the same. You know, um, that uh, that statement about the, uh, the education and, and uh, the fact that we need more school choice, uh, and that some states, Florida, for example, are promoting that, that is absolutely a necessity. But the indoctrination that has gone on in our schools actually began, well, I saw the beginnings of it when I was a student in school. I graduated from high school in 1969. And even by that time, I remember in, uh, let me see, was it junior year or senior year, U.S. history, and we had a textbook that had been written in part by Arthur Schlesinger, Jr., who was um, uh, an intimate of John F. Kennedy reputation as a great historian, and in the chapter on the 20s, a decade with which I was even then rather familiar, uh, there was a notice given a couple of lines about President Coolidge. And President Coolidge was handled, I thought, very cavalierly. It said that uh, he was a do-nothing who slept more than any other president we'd ever had. Well, it just happened that I'd read a book called The Health of the Presidents. And yeah, kind of interesting. I learned that Franklin Pierce died of cirrhosis. But I also had learned that Calvin Coolidge had a heart condition. As a matter of fact, so did his predecessor. Warren Harding died in office of a coronary situation in 1923. So Coolidge takes over, and he's under doctor's orders, number one, to get eight hours of sleep every night, and number two, to take a nap every afternoon. So... Klessinger's statement that Coolidge slept more than any other president was factually accurate, but it was a half-truth because it didn't bother saying why Coolidge did that, that he was under doctor's orders, and indeed, four years after leaving office one fine morning, Coolidge fell of a heart attack. It's 12:29. back with... Oh, gosh, we had a caller on the line. I was just going to say, we'll take that call as soon as we get back. Call back, and I'll grab you in four minutes.
2: Need more room? Find it fast at Anbar Self Storage in U-Haul on Airport Boulevard in Freedom. Anbar provides drive-up access and 24-7, 365 security. Anbar observes all existing health safety protocols and is open to new and existing customers during regular business hours. Anbar Spring Special, 5x10 drive-up storage units, only $100 per month. Anbar Self Storage in U-Haul, your home away from home. 831-728-5517 or ANBAR Self Storage
4: I'm Jim Chubb with Pacific Island,
2: our NMLS three
4: six one zero nine one. If you're interested in buying or refinancing, I suggest you take advantage of my reliable expert advice. I'm at 818-7700. I help you make informed mortgage choices with zero selling. See my Sunday column in the Sentinel. We have a 30-year fixed at 3.375 APR with no closing costs. Some restrictions apply. Call me, 818-7700 for individual pricing. That's 818-7700. Ella's at the airport. Ella's on the line
0: right now. Ella, bring people up to date on exactly what you're doing during this period of house arrest we're all going through. Right now, you're, you're doing curbside pickup. Call Ella's at the airport. Seven two eight three two eight two.
3: And orders are ready to be picked up.
1: always making everything from scratch the other great thing that we are doing charlie is we are working with uber eats and doordash so you will also find our menus on those sites as well to be able to help people get food delivered to them
0: call ella's at the airport 728-3282 is the number 728-3282 have it written down
2: This program is brought to you by locally owned Ace Hardware Stores in Watsonville, Freedom, Marina, Salinas, and Gilroy. Slip into Ace and slip out with the goods in your bag and a smile on your face.
5: AM 1080 KSCO, 104.1 FM, streaming on the www.ksco.com for your KSCO Radio News. Max's Helping Paws Foundation of Carmel received a $7,500 grant from the Doris Day Animal Foundation. Max's Helping Paws helps out with vet care in Monterey County and provided almost $250,000 to help ailing animals. Santa Cruz Police arrested an Aptos man following a Friday morning car chase about 7 a.m., police responded to reports of a reckless driver running motorists off the roadway. Patrol units followed the suspect from Ocean Street to Glenwood Drive in Scotts Valley, where his car stalled. The suspect tried to get away on a bicycle. He was arrested a few blocks away. 37-year-old James Johnston was booked into the Santa Cruz County Jail on multiple counts of assault with a deadly weapon, brandishing, hit and run. As well as reckless evading with a vehicle, and finally, this weekend er, and following weekends, a pop in a pop-up drive-in movie theater launched at the Monterey County Fair and Events Center. The movie night screenings take place every Friday and Saturday each weekend now through August 29th. Three movies have been announced. The cost for admission is $30 per car. Concession snack packs can be ordered. And there's also food from the fairgrounds for the drive-in moviegoers. To learn more about what movies are playing or to reserve tickets, visit tickets.montereycountyfair.com. KSCO News Talk Time 1234. More local news during Flight 1080. For KSCO Radio News, Josh Stevens here. King of the Hill traffic and weather update. Highway 17, Santa Cruz to San Jose is at the limit. Highway 101, San Jose to Salinas. Highway 68, Salinas to Monterey. Highway 1, Monterey to Santa Cruz. Moving along incident-free at this time. Outside the KSCO studio, it's currently 65. Today we're expecting a high of 71. Overnight temperatures down to the low 50s. Taking a look at... DHP page. One last incident to mention. There is a traffic hazard, Highway 1 northbound just north of Davenport and it appears there is an RV partially blocking the northbound shoulder. Otherwise, we're moving along with our local roads. Tonight we're expecting mostly clear skies and sunny skies for your Tuesday. We could be seeing patchy fog overnight but that's going to clear up as the day progresses time now to return to the charles friedman program it's 1235 right here on am 1080 ksco
0: on the clarinet mes mesro leading a pickup band with his own composition send the Why would he make a song about snakes? You failed to collar your 1930s hipster's lingo. A viper is somebody who smokes marijuana. Some of the marijuana tunes that came out in the 30s had lyrics to them, and some of the lyrics are kind of amusing. This one, Sendin' the Vipers, is a very good jazz instrumental. No lyrics at all. So... Songs about vipers—you probably won't figure it out by listening to it, because nobody tells you. Okay, it's twelve thirty-six at KSCO. Got a couple of people who want to talk, so let's bring them on. Hello, Mark.
6: Uh, their knowledge, and put it next to Joe Moore, and We could go look at
0: both of them. know, yeah, you're right about you know, that. And, and compare. Not that long ago, I, just last week, I read a piece about a, a small town in Germany. Uh, Western. This is West Germany, the old West Germany, before the division ended. Anyway, this town has just unveiled a statue of Vladimir Ilyich. statue of Lenin so they did that um, and you know your idea for okay if this is what you want to do go ahead make a statue of Lenin or whoever you like um, frankly uh, uh, if you want to make a statue of Marx, I think Groucho would be a better topic than Carl but that's just me um, your your idea you know instead of destroying somebody else's creation let's see what you can come up with uh, how how reasonable how positive oui. how, how constructive numbers that they have. Uh, correct. So, you
6: know, uh, what ridic- you know, go start your own radio station. There, there have been one started in, in uh, Santa Cruz. Mm-hmm. And, you know, wows with your uh, political
0: astuteness and your opinion. Maybe you'll sway our opinion. Mark, that's a mind, uh, that's a very, very constructive and adult way of looking at it. Let let a, let everybody take part in the uh, in the market of ideas and do the best they can catches on, catches on. Thank you for the call, sir. I need to move on. I've got other people coming in. John in Watsonville. Hello, John. How are you?
7: I'm great, Charlie. Thank you for asking, and thank you for taking my call. And um, I have a, a quote, an observation, and a question for you. The quote, I believe, is from Patrick Henry, where he said, to argue with a person who has abjured the use of reason is like trying to feed medicine to the dead.
0: <laughs> <And> <laughs> I never heard that one uh, before. Well,
7: wow, it's pretty good. My observation is that belief system that will brook no other because it's outside of their orthodoxy. And my question is, knowing that the argument level is never really one that is an argument, it's just bilateral, mutual, I don't want to say the word, but they they have a weakness in there somewhere. I know that there is a weakness in the fact that they are so wedded to this orthodoxy. What, seriously, I mean this question, you don't even have to answer it today if you want to think on it. Uh-huh. What? What can we do in order to capture the attention of people who are sitting on the fence between fantasy land and reality, which keeps a very harsh school, but a fool will have no other?
0: That's my question. Well, of course, that goes into the political realm. And what, what we need, what I, what I would like to see, is a political leader who... Is you know, a traditional, an American traditionalist, somebody who understands the real history of the country and is willing to defend it and does so in a positive and unifying fashion. And that's not too tall an order. It really isn't. Um, unfortunately, the current president of the United States doesn't doesn't play those records. I wish he did. He has a very good product to sell, but he only sells it to people who are already buyers. And as a result, he, he doesn't move among and, and appeal to people who, as you say, are, are, are capable of being persuaded. But the most important thing we need to do, uh, you know, that we could do on an immediate basis, but on a long-term basis, uh, we need to see to it that people with a, an accurate view of history uh, become school teachers and uh, and go into not only the the elementary and high school grades but also into the universities for the purpose of doing battle with the forces of mendacity who are now winning by default because there's nobody there to uh, counterbalance them well maybe
7: You know, high schoolers that are willing to have not—you cannot reason with somebody who is unreasonable. There must be some weakness in their reasoning, their unreasonable reasoning. Um, And i I, for the life of me, I can't find what it is. And I mean, I—I really despair from being able to have an intelligent argument. An argument is not a fight; it's an exchange of ideas, but. Must be
0: able to get a shoehorn in there some way to split their lid so you can pour some sanity. Just like everything else, n- not everybody will uh, will be open to, to ideas that they simply uh, abominate for on whatever level. Uh, some people will. So if you're looking for something that's going to reach everybody, uh, ain't nothing. If you're looking for tools with which to reach some people. Uh, That's what I've been doing every day on the air for, what, 10, 12 years now? I I, I do my best to uh, make presentations that people who are on the fence will find attractive and persuasive, and sometimes I succeed and sometimes I don't. Well, I want to thank you for the... uh, We'll be talking with Jordan in Carmel in just a moment. Right now it's time for our quarter of the hour break. It is 12.45 at KSCO Santa Cruz. I'll be back presently. Other lines are open, 479-1080 if you would like to speak. It's already a number one bestseller, and it's called Blitz. Trump will
8: smash the left and win by famed author David Horowitz. Blitz makes predictions about President Trump that will shock you. He also warns about radical groups like Antifa. Blitz is at bookstores, or get the free offer and save $28. Just call 800 Newsmax or go to Blitz411.com. Blitz411.com. Mike Huckabee says if everyone read Blitz, Trump would win. Newsmax says it's the best book for 2020. Call 800 Newsmax for the free
0: offer now. If you have a home, you have problems. Charlie Friedman here with good news for all of you out there who have a garage door that needs painting, a gate that needs a hinge, or a leaking seal on the shower faucet. The good news is you can find a solution for almost every home and garden problem at your neighborhood Ace Hardware store. That's right. You don't need to go to that big box store because you can find neighborhood Ace Hardware stores in Freedom, Marina, Gilroy, Salinas, and at two locations in Watsonville. These Ace Hardware stores are locally owned by my friends Manuel and Carlos Rodriguez. They're almost always on hand. Make certain you find the solution to your problem. So, when you have a problem, head for your neighborhood Ace Hardware store. You'll be met at the door and taken straight to the solution to your problem, and you'll be on your way soon with the solution in the bag and a smile on your face. Now, at all Ace locations, pick up your Longevity Tangy Tangerine and Healthy Body Start Packs at great prices. Ace is the place. You're Ace in the Hole.
4: You really should tune in to the Alex Darnell program Monday at 2 I don't have the solution, but I welcome your calls. I welcome your input in trying to figure out what's the best way for our community and other communities, statewide or nationally or whatever, to find a solution so that we can actually make our country better. So tune in Mondays 2 to 4. We will take your calls. We'll take your input. We'll even take your emails at AM 1080 KSCO.
0: standard old-fashioned love once again that's Mez mesro and his orchestra doing that a pickup group uh, they did a session for in uh, 1934 for victor recorded four sides um, next time we do a bumper in the uh, following hour we'll get the fourth one from this particular session it's 1247 let's take some calls uh let me see here john is uh,
8: sensitive amount about statue removal and all those things like that. And I meant to call him last week, but I was astounded by a combination of articles from the uh, San Francisco Papers and from uh, ABC7. You know, one of the things they were talking about was um, this, you know, Juneteenth toppling of the press, uh, of the bust of President Grant. And, you know, if, again, we, we always go back to those that don't learn history or, you know, can't make an informed decision unless you know history, but, you know, there's a great book by a guy named Ron Chernow, who's a really impressive historian about Grant, um, and it just recently published within the last couple years, but, um, you know, you you really get a full insight into this, and as a studier of history and a study of America, Grant has, um, you know, for a lot of reasons, become one of my favorite presidents. I'm a career soldier, um, and that has part to do with it, but just what he did for the nation, You know, they talk about Grant being a slave owner. Somebody gave him a slave, and he freed him very quickly. But also, you know, people don't know that Grant, after the Civil War, prosecuted the KKK. uh, He appointed African Americans um, to prominent positions, Jews to prominent positions in government and in advisory roles. and you can see videos. they got to lasso the statues. they got to, you know, rock it both ways. And, you know, sadly, we know the, the attitude in San Francisco about the police, and I know a number of San Francisco police officers who, God bless them, go to work every day to, to do the right thing but are very, very hampered. But it, it, just, um, it just really disappoints me. And then uh, the mayor weighed in, and basically what she said was, things that we could be using it for in the community and that, um, you know, that, uh, um, you know, we could use that money better for other projects. Not once does she talk about the wrongness of, you know, uh, defacing public property or criminal activities or anything like that. And, um, you know, even in my small town of Carmel, our um, great city administrator and mayor recently, you know, made the decision to remove this little because there have been threats ab- against demolishing it or defacing it or, you know, somehow doing something wrong to it. And so, you know, we're not just talking about big, radical cities. We're talking about, you know, your homegrown small communities that we have all, all over the Monterey Bay here. Um, and I, I just find it a really, truly tragic um, point in our history that we've come to
0: this. Jordan? Job, um, great presentation, uh, uh, thoroughly uh, uh, supported and with uh, with passion. Uh, thank you, thank you for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. Yeah, thanks so much. Yeah, the, this is uh, to those of us who are real Americans, to those of us who are true liberals. Uh, these are very very unpleasant times. Uh, I happen to go to, as I always do, real clear politics this morning, and there's a, a story about a new book that's just come out. And this is America's new number one bestseller. It's called White Fragility. And I was thinking, what the hell is that? I've never heard about this. Now, the piece that I'm looking here is written by Matt Taibbi. Are you familiar with Matt Taibbi? I am. Matt Taibbi has written for the Rolling Stone. liberalism left to look at this book, White Fragility, and say, my God, it has been mind-boggling to watch this book celebrate." he writes. The book went uh, to the number one on the best-seller list. USA Today said, Americans are more interested in combating racism than uh, literary escapism. And up pseudo intellectual garbage as corporate wisdom. But he might be the first to do it by selling Hitlerian race theory. Now, as soon as I read that, I thought, what in the world? I mean, you know, we show references to Hitler, and that's pretty strong. But white fragility has a simple message. There is no such thing as a universal human experience. We are defined not by our individual personality. You read Mein Kampf. That is exactly what Hitler was pushing. A, a little under a century ago. From time to time on this program, I've I've jokingly remarked, "What What's the difference between Hitler and Stalin? Uh, two of the greatest mass murderers of history. Well, one had a large mustache and one had a small mustache. But there was more than a difference than that. Both Hitler and not as individuals, but in blocks. With one difference, with Stalin, there were class enemies, which is why when he came to power, the first thing he did was round up all of the uh, landowning peasants, the Kulaks, as they were called, and they were wiped out as a class. The ones who weren't murdered were disappeared into the gulag archipelago. They were simply extinguished. different. He did not make a class analysis. Hitler made a race analysis. And what Stalin did to the Kulaks is exactly what Hitler did to the Jews. The only difference was that Stalin, as I say, was adopting this class analysis, which he borrowed from uh, Marx, and class enemies were to be exterminated. In Hitler's lexicon, Race determined everything. And that is what this fellow D'Angelo is telling us in his new bestseller, White Fragility. If your category is white, bad news. You have no identity apart from your participation in white supremacy, which naturally means a positive white identity This is ultimate reaction. The Angelo instruct us: there's nothing to be done here except strive to be less white. Strive to be less white. Okay, what should we do? Should we uh, play the music of rap artists and try to speak as they speak and move and etc. as they move? If we do that, we're accused of cultural appropriation for the purpose of of mocking or disrespecting. So even striving to be less white, no, no good. You cannot escape your whiteness. This is the ultimate in horse manure. And indeed, Matt Taibi calls it exactly that. I edited it when I got to it. But the fact that this first century America is horrifying. A little more of what Taibbi has to say. D'Angelo's writing style is pure pain. The lexicon favored by intersectional theorists of this type is built around the same principles as Orwell's Newspeak from 1984. It banishes ambiguity, nuance, and feeling, and structures itself around puerile word pairs like racist and anti-racist, platform and that reduce all thinking to a series of binaries. Ironically, Donald Trump does something similar, only with words like amazing and sad that are at least lively. Writers like D'Angelo like to make ugly verbs out of ugly nouns and ugly nouns out of ugly verbs. To be less white is to break with white silence and white solidarity to stop privileging the comfort of white people or... Frankenberg, a premier white scholar in the field of whiteness, describes whiteness as multidimensional. Holy guacamole, where does this nonsense come from? Who is this demented screwball? This is, as Taibbi called it earlier, this is straight Hitlerian thought. Race determines all. here is that Hitler saw race enemies in the Jews. He first set out to persecute them and then to murder them en masse. If this D'Angelo is to be taken at his word, if whiteness on the part of you or me or anybody else who happens to be born that way is something that is inescapable, I'll tell you the truth. I I brought this up this morning. By the time I've been reading for about five or ten minutes, my jaw hit the floor. I could not believe it. I hadn't heard about this book. I guess I lead too insular a life. But, thank heaven, I happened to stumble on this and learn what kind of poison my fellow Americans... Got Richard on the line from Pacific Grove. I'm gonna ask him to please be patient, hold through the break so that we can give him the time to which his call